0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: August 2nd 2017 you know there's a a new trend I'm going to make a very short little talk before we get going there's a new trend in some workplaces and I call it cuddly culture cuddly culture but the official name is just culture just culture as in justice or compassionate culture right I like the sound of this uh new culture But I'm going to tell you a little about it, and I'm going to say in advance that I don't think it's going anywhere. I don't think it's got legs, but it's something that, you know, a few companies might adopt, and the idea is that you don't punish an employee for making a mistake. Instead, after he does something wrong, you offer him training and emotional support so he doesn't feel bad about, you know, having goofed up, and that makes him or her free to tell you about his errors in the future so you can fix them. He won't want to hide anything from you because he knows, you know, uh, you got the welcome mat out, whether he's good or bad, right? If something goes wrong, he just has to say, boss, I made a boo-boo. And his manager says, let me help you clean that up, right? And that's the news for today. I told you it was short. And then like I always say, if you want to hear the latest about compassion and empathy and things like that. There's one place to be. And Jerry, Jerry, what show is that? The
0: Recruiting Animal. Thank you. thank you. Jerry's in reform. Welcome back. Welcome
1: back. Okay. And I also want, you're welcome. I also want to thank my sponsors, Martin Snyder. PC Recruiter and Nintran of Hire Tool. PC Recruiter is the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software, and Hire Tool, H I R E T U A L, is the super hot sourcing tool that is taking the recruiting world by storm. I'd also like to remind you that Jim Durbin is offering weekly recruiting classes at sourcingworklab.com, sourcingworklab.com. Jim, are you here today? I am. You, you I dropped am the here phone
2: today. Word.
1: Okay. You want to say anything? Tell people what sourcing Work Lab is very quickly.
2: It's weekly courses with live sourcing. It's getting fantastic reviews. If you have a team and you need to train people, I'll spend 90 minutes a week working on your jobs. Sourcingworklab.com. 90
1: minutes sourcingworklab.com. Thank you, Jim. There's a special contest. I won't tell you what it is now, but I announced it a little while ago. So did Jim, somebody's going to get a free class. Okay. And, uh, you know, I started using these short commercials last week between different sections of the show. I'm going to do it again. And uh, now let's go on to my guest, Robin Milstead. Robin, are you here?
3: I am. Hi. Good. Hi.
1: You have me worried because it's five seconds to – Twelve, you weren't here yet. <laughs>
3: That's how I
1: roll. That's okay, here. anyway, your your name on Twitter is Milstead, M-I-L-S-T-E-A-D, Robin, R-O-B-I-N. Yesterday, I just happened to be reading that Divine, Divine is dead now, but he was a, an odd kind of actor, and his name was Milstead as well, Paris. George Milstead or something like that. I can't remember his full name. You know who Devine is?
3: No, no relation. But I was related. Okay. uncle um, uh, was part of the – I don't yeah, he's care. Dead now, I don't obviously, care. little yeah, don't
1: okay. care little know of a I just wanted to know that one. Okay, look, uh, yeah, okay, you're a financial recruiter. You've got a lot of experience recruiting for financial jobs, especially folks like tax accountants. But I I read your – look, maybe I'm dumb, but I read your LinkedIn portfolio, and I can't figure out what you're doing now. Can you tell us?
3: Uh, Yes, I went over to the dark side. I sell HR technology.
1: Okay. What kind?
3: That's the short of the long. But I still have Hired Studio, so the short of the long, what we do there is we specialize specifically in tax recruiting – Government tax incentives and credits, and also we help CPA firms buy and sell each other through. We just make the introduction. Can everybody hear
1: her? I can hear her, but I'm not having the greatest time. Can everybody hear
3: her? Is that better? Well, yeah, I know,
1: but uh, okay, put it close to your mouth. Put the mic close to your mouth. So you're still recruiting (laughs) tax people. What are those? Are they chartered accountants? What kind of people are they who are doing tax? No,
3: No, 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 no. No, these are tax um, incentives and credit professionals. So if you think of tax, you've got the wonks, the counters, the bean counters, right? And then you have the hunters that find the tax credits on the state and federal level. So that's what I focus on.
1: Yeah, I don't know what that is. Uh, okay, but some kind <laughs> of accountants, right? I mean, no, don't, yeah, don't make me drag it they're out
3: here. Account- they're <sighs> not necessarily accountants. A lot of the, these tax people don't have CPAs. They can be engineers. They can be people that are traditional CPAs track, but a lot of people are in tax incentives and credits come from non-traditional backgrounds, so it's really a kind of a niche within uh-huh. the tax world.
1: Okay. You- here's a quick, your first question for the day. If you placed the mooch, you know the mooch, the guy who just got fired? From
3: from <laughs> Yeah, our favorite it? person. The mooch, yeah.
1: If you just, I liked him too, if you placed the mooch and he got fired in 10 days, what would you say if the hiring manager blamed you as the recruiter?
3: I wouldn't have placed him in the first place, to be, to be clear. No, No, absolutely not. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't have placed him, period. I mean, he's cute, but that, is, okay. you know, that only takes let's, you so far.
1: Yeah, okay, let's imagine, let's imagine this. You place somebody, okay? After two weeks or a month, the hiring manager doesn't want that person anymore and blames you. What would you say?
3: I mean, if it's after two weeks, it is it is my fault. It's after 90 days when I don't hold myself accountable. So I'm going to replace them.
1: So you would say, I'm sorry, I recruited the wrong person for you, hiring manager. It's all my fault. Is that what you would be saying?
3: Yeah, if it's after two weeks, I obviously missed the mark in their expectations of what happened unless the guy, well, like, you know, him? started shooting what everybody. What
1: hiring manager? Hey, hey, what, Listen, oh, what after did two you show There's down only the guy's so throat? much,
3: right? But we're responsible for training the hiring manager on what they want. So if they can't, if we're not able to do that and sell our person directly, and they can't stick after two weeks, I failed as a recruiter. Period. After ninety days, does anybody that's a want to disagree story.
1: with her? Does anybody want to disagree with her? Does everybody agree with her? It's all the recruiter's fault.
2: That's I mean, Nobody. nobody. Me. Insane. Are you kidding me? You don't manage that person. You don't own the recruiter. I don't know that Kenneth, your job is to introduce someone, not take full responsibility because they don't know how to hire.
3: I would disagree. I think that as recruiters, we are responsible for beyond the introduction. That we're responsible for guiding that client on how they're hiring. Now, if they if the client is hiring off of personality cognitive assessment, which are crap, if they're hiring off of other factors, they are just totally crap and we weren't guiding them, then that's different. But 98% of the time, if it's too I'm going to replace the person. Not but all the those time, really but most of the
2: time. 98% is a crazy number. It is. How
3: could you, it is. You don't,
2: you don't get to make decisions for managers and companies, though. So your only solution is to, if any company doesn't listen, do you not work with them? Or do you just hold on to, I can do a better job because I can work harder? I mean, you, you don't get to make decisions for clients. Well, I don't think, so I don't think it's about working you, higher. Not I, to you.
3: No, I mean, if they're not listening during the interview process, that's when we that's when that decision is cut off. But if I am working with them, they are hand in hand with me. We're going in the same direction. We're all on the same page, and there shouldn't be an issue. If there is an issue, I'm going to be able to see that person's I
1: kind of you know, I should have a horn. Uh, look, but you said you. Are you saying you train the hiring manager about how to interview the candidate? Do you prep the hiring manager? Is that what you said?
3: I mean, Not yeah, don't no. all? Why wouldn't you?
1: Not necessarily. Do so you want to get a placement?
3: Uh,
1: well, how do you how do you prep the hiring manager? I mean, tell us.
3: Well, you're gonna. I mean, it's just like doing sales. You're finding out what they know, what they don't know, and then you're saying, here's what you want. And here's what's really out there. Here's what the market's bearing. Can you make it fit? And if it's a no then, okay, thanks, great working with you, but I'm not going to be the right person to fill your position and move on to the next. So it's setting, no, it's what setting percent, expectations. People,
2: what percentage of people do you move no, on, hold on to next? Yeah, I there's,
1: don't understand what we're saying there's here. There's quite
3: a few. That we're talking I think about, that oh, if, if you You and your, your hiring team. manager are not on the same page at the very beginning and through, throughout, and really you're able to guide them, especially in what I do which what's extremely niche. Then at that point, they're they're not going to be a fit. And I I've turned people down, or I said, you know what, this is just good luck finding someone on your own, because I don't I don't want you to follow. Okay, I got two questions. I have two
1: questions. I have two questions. I got two questions. First of all, you said, are we on the same page from the start? What I have to find out what that means. And then you said we work hand in hand, and I guide I guide him. What I don't know what that means either. So what does it mean? you're on the first same page from the very first, what does that mean?
3: So that's in that first call, really that kickoff call of what they need. Usually they're dying, right? For something. And you set the expectation of what the market's bearing. Here's what I've got. Here's how fast I can deliver. Here's how you're going to interview. Is this how you interview? If you've got some weird process, I don't, I don't even want to get involved there. And then if after that conversation, we're on the same page, he says, I agree. I agree. We start presenting. At that point, if I need to guide him to get back to our initial conversation, that's the guiding I'm doing. If they go rogue on me, I may drop them in the middle of a search.
1: Okay, so you tell them initially your process, and you agree on the process. That's what it sounds like to me. It's going to take me three weeks to find uh, to give you you know three candidates to interview or something like that. And then, but you said if. The person's got some kind of weird interview thing. Forget about it. So what's, what's a weird interview thing? I,
3: so I'll I, give you an example. I'll about. give you a really good, a really good example. So I had a client that was in San Francisco, not a huge fan of California hiring in and of itself, had a client there, super small, two partners. One partner calls, oh, my gosh, I really need the sales force, which, again, within tax recruiting, they're going to sell tax services, yada, yada. Okay, great. So here's my process, or do you guys agree, And really, it's setting that timeline. Here's the money it's going to take. Here's how much I'm going to charge you. Here's what the market's bearing. Here's how fast I can get you somebody. He says, I love it. I love it. I love it. Now talk to my partner. Okay, get on the phone with the partner. He has something totally separate. So I go back and I go, listen, until you guys get on the same page, I'm not going to work with you. So, you know, that's a, that's an example of someone I'm going to walk away from even after that first call because they have internal issues that I don't have. I have other clients that, that are ready to hire today with what I need, with what I've got. And if they're not there, it's, you know, whatever. Try it on their own. Okay,
1: but you said weird, no weird hiring process. What is that? Or am I focusing so, okay, on the wrong so thing? So, okay, so
3: it's personality cognitive assessments, I don't believe in them. There's, that's one. The second one would be if there's over five interviewers for someone that's lower than a manager level, that's two. Three, if they have someone doing any type of writing exam when they actually are crunching numbers all day, that's three, besides like an email, which you see in the, you know, thank you notes. And I'd say the fourth one is if there, if there are salary requirements are out of whack, which is going to be, you know, it's part of the interview process setting that expectation. Those are my big ones.
1: Okay. And it sounds like you've just got a drawer full of candidates uh, that you can just pull out and call. Is that, is that, am I reading you right? Or, because you seem to it's be able to tell yeah, him in
3: person. This, in this, when it comes to government tax incentives and credits, I'm probably one of the few recruiters where I don't have to do a lot of traditional sourcing because I do have a, a bucket full of people ready to go. Now, again, not all of uh, them are ready to relocate, depends on location, et cetera, but... You know, it's so niche that that yeah, I do. And so a lot of times now, I'm charging clients when they come to me, even an engagement fee for me to even touch or even have the conversation of whether I'm going to work with them. And I usually only charge about 500 for that. But that's that's how niche this this space I play within is.
1: Wow, I, I've never heard of that before. Anybody else has heard of that? Just to talk, I'm not even going to entertain a, you as a client with except for 500 bucks, and that counts no. against the fee though, right? That's not in.
3: No,
1: that's separate. That's separate from the fee. Animal. Oh, it's separate from the fee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alan Fleur. Okay. What do
4: you want? It sounds like it – what do I want? It sounds like Robin's (laughs) working with the 5% of managers. She's working with 100% of the 2% of hiring managers that have their head on straight. So let me challenge you on this one, Robin. So you're talking about won't work with managers. So what happens when you're dealing with the managers? You go down this process, you go down this road, and it turns out either A, they're lying to themselves, or B, they're giving you feedback that doesn't make sense. And I'll ask, and you know, you, I'm hearing some really great comments here, but I'll challenge you at PwC and GE. What happens? You can't fire, you can't fire those hiring managers. I mean, it'd be nice if you could, but you're looking at PwC. You give them three people, and they come back and they give you some somewhat innocuous. Reason that you try and qualify, you do your best. I mean, at what point do you pull out those bigger guns at at PwC to a partner and say, Look, call me when you're real?
3: Well, when I was at PwC, I was on the sourcing team, so I didn't have too much one on one with the partners. Now, I had really good relationships with my recruiters, and so I'll tell you how we handled it from that point of view to give you a clear example. Um, thankfully, our partners understood that recruiting was second to sales, and that obviously their people are billable in professional services. So they had a lot of a respect level there because their people were their billable. That's their product, right? So if we were able to present hard data, and when it came to Price Waterhouse, we called it a tax um, projects and delivery group. That's kind of the area from an external perspective I focus on. That. They followed it. I mean, yeah, we always—you're always, always going to have that rogue partner, right? That's like saying crazy stuff. We usually saw them in asset management, to be honest. But if they're in, you know, if we're showing the hard data, most of them agree. They'll—they'll they'll change what they need. Where they run into issues, and when you start getting the issues that you know the big fours is, is when you get HR with too many hands in the pot. There, I mean, the partners are really the ones that that agree with what we said. To be honest, I'm not saying it's 100 percent of the time, okay. but. Well, let
1: me go back. Wait a sec. Let me go back to make sure my question was what you said. So if you hear the person doesn't interview the way you do or do you, do you say this is how I want you to interview this candidate and these are the questions I want you to ask. I mean, do you because you said you're taking 100 percent responsibility for a bad hire. So uh, you're when
3: I'm on the agency side, I agree with that. And I wouldn't, I'm not necessarily going to say, here's exactly the questions that you need to ask, but I'm going to say, here's what, well, here's a candidate and here's what the needs they feel that you stated were an issue. Here's how they're going to solve your problems in your company. And then they come to me and say, no, they better have really good reasons as to why not, because I've been in this space a lot, a long time you'll understand. So those clients are typically, they're not going to be the big four. These are more companies that are, you know, middle market. They're lower than the Grant Thornton levels. Now, if I'm corporate, it's different. You've got your hands tied a lot when you're corporate, unfortunately. So that's one of the reasons I strayed away from corporate and and do my own thing.
1: Okay, sorry. So you tell the hiring manager what questions you want him or her to focus on. Okay.
0: Yeah, well sometimes. no, if you're
1: gonna take responsibility yep. you gotta make sure they're interviewing properly. And That's what right. if you see, he what if he this hiring <coughs> manager says, I like candidate A and you say, Look, candidate B is really much more suitable for you in the end, uh and a and, and so so he goes against you, right? Are you still gonna take responsibility?
3: Well I I mean yeah, sometimes Depends, because I wouldn't have pre- I wouldn't have pre- I shouldn't have been presented two candidates I didn't feel would be a okay. great fit. You know, if you shouldn't present someone okay. you can't stand behind.
1: Okay, who's In my, my sponsor? PC Recruiter. Who's my <laughs> sponsor? Hire Tool. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Oh, does somebody else have a question left over? Anybody? Anybody uh, got some upset from
3: from that? I uh, okay. I still can't no. believe
2: that any recruiter would take responsibility for a hire. Yeah. Right. No <laughs> sense. If you don't
3: retain responsibility a for, your hi- for a hire before, within a the first 30 pitch. days, you're a bad recruiter, period. It's a marketing pitch. I oh, agree. You're a smart business
2: person. You I do. totally I agree disagree, with Robin, you say, you say Total it because marketing. you need someone to do it, but you don't own those candidates or those managers. So the pitch is, I'll do it. I'm going to take that risk if something goes wrong for the business. But having a moral responsibility, that's, that's not what we do.
3: I mean, don't think it's always moral, person? but I am going to do it if what someone in leaves time? for the first 30 days.
0: Of course. Okay, uh, I, now, I can't I will, see how any recruiter would not.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay, Jerry, wants to say something. No, and I did say something. Okay, it's absurd, really to, it's absurd
0: so, to think that our responsibility doesn't carry over for a certain period of time because part of the problem with, with people falling out in the first month, month and a half, is other interviews, their resignation, stuff that's in our purview, not our new customers. They're counting on us to make sure that everything is a smooth, clean hire and start. And if we're not following through on that transition period, that's on us. That's our responsibility. Uh,
1: yeah, but you're go- Jerry, you're going off on another area. We're talking about competence on the job. You're talking about, you know, they accept another job
0: or they
2: decide to go back to their own company.
0: Could be anything.
2: Okay. It doesn't matter what well, do it you, is. You, okay. So, Robin, do you think so you earn the the after they've been placed?
3: What's that? I missed the question. Do, do, you else do you get a You get
2: Trying to get to get in there.
3: Somebody, yeah, else, somebody,
1: somebody else was in the background. Who was that? Who was uh, this talking? Was Rich. Now, Rich, Alan, Rich. What was your question, or what were you going to say? I'm just say? curious
2: if you're if you're going to you know. I would get replacing someone in 30 days, but do you at least get your fee up front? I mean, if they're not, oh, they're I never give refunds.
3: Day. Period. I, All right. at but I'm an A. I am an I do not Yeah, I never give money back. We don't. We shouldn't be working for free as recruiters. Period. Uh,
2: uh, agreed, but nor should you take 100 percent responsibility if the guy fails. But that's a whole other conversation. So, <laughs> Rich,
1: hold on. But, you're a money man. What do you think about her idea of charging $500 just to talk with her? To me, it's dude, uh, can, a bit yeah, overkill.
2: Yeah, my clients would never go for it. If you can get it, God bless you. I mean, (laughs) I I have never heard of anyone doing that. So if you're getting it, man, that's awesome. Okay, back to Jim. Jim's
1: issue was that, yeah, if you want to do that for the business, just to keep the business and keep the customer happy, fine, but you're not really obliged. Anything you want to add to that, Jim? I cut you off. Was there something else you wanted wanted to say?
2: No, I I love the idea of her I – mean, we have to take responsibility because the client wants that. That's a personal aspect, but you can't you can't blame yourself for it. You're just absorbing the loss because you know there's more business down the road. Yeah. I mean that's, we that's why okay. we do it, and it's important. I mean, that I people can see... start thinking they do too much. Our job is introducing people. Okay,
4: Alan, last word. That's pretty much last it. Last word, Alan Fleur. I can see Ellen her Fleur. point in the. Niche. Well, I can see her point in the niche industry she's in. There's a lot of niche industries where you have the relationships, you know most of the players, and you can do that, and that's fine. In a lot of other places where we work, um, where others work, it's a little bit more generic. You do have eighty, ninety percent, ninety-five percent of the hiring managers are idiots, and you got to work <laughs> through that. But in her space, I could definitely wow. see very niche.
3: What? And it is because Look. if I when I was first started in accounting hey, and I finance move recruiting. On. Uh, I-
1: Okay, uh, I gotta add this uh, last uh, spot because uh, it does uh, it does uh, matter.
3: You I totally agree with what okay, you just said in the fact that <laughs> and that you, you can't do it and when you're doing more general types, but if you are really, really, really niche, which I'm a big believer that you know, you don't go and say you wanna buy a chicken, you're a super niche recruiter, then you can get away with some of the stuff I do. That's I'm saying.
1: Okay. I'm gonna do an ad. Okay? Don't anybody fight with me or you'll get blocked, okay? Hey, last week on the show, Jackie Clayton, after the show was over, she posted this on Twitter. She said, PC Recruiter, Animal said that you would give me a hug, a hug. And PC Recruiter answered her. They said, we certainly will, Jackie, because we love, love, love you. And that's the truth. PC Recruiter loves recruiters. It doesn't matter if you're in direct hire. It doesn't matter if you're in temporary staffing or executive search. They make software that is good for you. And you know what? It doesn't matter if you're big or small either. You know why? I've told you a few times, because big or small, we fit them all. Big or small, we fit them all. That's what PC Recruiter says, size size. Doesn't matter. If you're a solo recruiter who only needs a few functions in your software, you can use PC Recruiter. If you're a giant company who will use everything that the recruiting software can throw at them, they can use PC Recruiter, too. You know why? I told you a minute ago, big or small, we fit them all. That's what they say. And you can check them out and see if it's true at pcrecruiter.net tcrecruiter.net, tell them animals sent you, and tell them that you want them to keep sponsoring this show. Okay? Thank you. Okay, Jack oh no, 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 Jackie, I was in the ad. Robin. <laughs> still there?
3: I'm here. Robin.
1: Have you ever recruited someone to make a lateral move, like in compensation? Jerry says it happens all the time. I don't remember I didn't seeing say it. It happen happens all
0: the time. Stop. Stop it I didn't say it happens all the time
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay Back to the question Thank you (laughs) You just take quite a few liberties
0: With some of my words of wisdom, Animal
1: No, no, you said you couldn't You twist them to where Then it doesn't make sense
0: It's misappropriation
1: Enough with the music. I do I have to block everybody now.
0: No, that's not me, man. It's not me. I'm
1: going I'm going through everybody, one after the other.
4: I'd never played. Jesus that music. Christ. Well <laughs> oh. did I just block the person or did they
1: Yeah. It's... I know who it is now. Two ten. Who was it? Uh, where's two no, where's Eric two one zero? Area code 210, where's that? Trying to wreck my show. Isn't that San Antonio? I wish okay. there was
0: some way to find out.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, Robin, lateral move. is the, You know, Jerry yes. says they happen. Now he's he's back. At, okay, tell us how that no,
0: works. No, I'm not backing so, uh, off of you that. I, you said they happen uh, all, the I know, I I all, all the time. I didn't they happen it's all the it's time. Rare.
3: It's rare. Oh, but I'll tell you where in my experience where I've seen it happen, so – Obviously, working at PwC, they, you know, they paid out of all the big fours the lowest. I mean, the lowest. And the reason why is they got away with it because those fancy were the most prestigious in tax, were the most prestigious here, all those, those little posting things that go out. So they had this great brand. So people would even leave EY, who still got a great brand, and they'd come over for a lower position and a lower level and lower pay. To have PwC on their resume. Now, yeah. and I've seen that on the outside really? going in, where people at, you know, let's say a BDO or again a, a smaller public accounting firm would go into a Big Four, yeah. lesser pay, because they knew it would pay dividends having Big Four or like an Accenture or something like that on their resume. Animal. Uh
4: huh. Okay. Yep. Question.
3: That's the only way. That's the only I've seen. I've really seen it.
4: Robin, along those same Sir, lines. Alan, you. Robin, along those same lines ahead. if you, if you tracked out information. Did you also did you you also track anything where that where people not coming in from another from a competitor came in to basically put PwC on the resume and was your turnover higher than the other Big Four because of that they came in worked for a year or two and then started taking calls?
3: Yeah, so really good question. So if they came at an associate level, we typically saw highest turnaround at the three to five year mark of when a person was in their career and when they made the move. So meaning, if I'm a two year yeah. person, I came in through college recruiting at EY per se, right? I switch over, PwC is gonna pay for my CPA. I'm gonna take a little bit of a lower, maybe pay, but I'm gonna have him on my resume. I'm gonna hit two years there. Now I'm in that four year mark of my career. Now I'm gonna go somewhere else where I know, you know, I'm gonna get paid now 45% higher because I had PwC on my resume. Okay. That's where we, where we saw it at. Now, once they were at manager, people typically were, you know, they're trying to go partner track. We didn't really see a lot of turnover in there. But We still saw people come over with, you know, for less pay because of, because of that.
4: So, yeah, but you have a partner people They're, okay. they're just just yeah. any uh, uh,
1: let me ask you, Alan, have you ever placed anybody uh, made a lateral move uh, same money or less? Yeah.
4: yeah, it really depends on the opportunity uh, and the situation if they're going into if they're going into better technology, a good team, yep. et cetera they, they may, they'll take a lateral, and there's also places there's there's globally ranked companies where, as we all know, where they go in there to put the logo on their resume. Yep. 12, 14 months, and then they're going to start picking up the phone. It, it's just okay. the way it works. Would
1: anybody here... I mean, to be honest, that's why I joined PwC. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. But, okay, well, here's the thing then, uh, Robin. If you called someone up to recruit them for a company like BWC or some other client you had as a as an independent agent or uh, recruiter, would you say, look, you know, I'm offering you $10,000 less than you're earning now? person says... I'm at 150. Well, 140 is the max for this job. That's all I can get to you. Uh, but I think you should take this job just so you can put it on your resume that you've worked for this uh, elite company. Would you actually yeah, try to here, sell it that is, way? Here
3: my little, yeah, this is what I used to tell people. You want to work for the Yankees or you want to still play in the minors? Yeah. You, you tell me. And, you know, depending, you know, obviously I'd tell it, was, you know, I'm not going to get sexist here, but a lot of times I'd make different references for different people or whatever I knew was going to be their hot button. But at the end of the day, you know, it, it, you spend, like you said, 12 months there or a year and a half, that then you know you're at 150 now. But I can tell you after you get here, you want to go somewhere else, you can make maybe double what you're making or go somewhere a lot, make more. But, you know, it just depends. Not everyone is driven by money. All the time, either. Okay. Someone were driven by were prestige. You
1: talking out, were you just talking out of your hat, or did you really know those figures, that once they'd, so they'd been at, at PwC for a few years, they really could uh, go up, increase their
4: compensation a lot faster? Is that true?
3: If they went into industry, yes, if they went into industry. Yeah. Not if they stayed okay. professional okay. services.
4: Animal, I have a quick question because she
3: opened the door.
1: Let me finish. I want to just mention who's my sponsor, PC Recruiter. Who's my sponsor, Hire Tool? Alan, go ahead.
4: Robin, you open the system You open the sex door. Sex door. I'm curious. Sexist door. No, 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 no. It, no. In general, have you have you found an overarching motivation difference between men and women? I'm curious. Yeah,
3: of course. Yeah, I would agree. Yes. Well, what were they? I think it depends on what part of, like, time frame they are in their life. I think when, you know, people are just starting their career, it's pretty similar. I think it, when you get people that are in their mid-30s, when there starts being those childbearing years, if a, if a woman's motivation is to have a family, then sometimes, you know, that's when those fancy words of work-life balance, which I don't think are true, but, you know, those 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 those, those taglines, per se, that companies, you know, put out there are going to be different, where a lot of times, unfortunately, you'll see women take lower pay because they know they don't have to, you know, they won't have a, a huge book of business on them in a professional services setting. Um, it's not always the case, but I think that, that it's different. It changes there. Okay. That's one of the reasons okay. you see a lot of the big okay. four is not so with those, it's called, you know, flex environment, things like that, where people come in for busy season and they're out and those people they're hiring are mainly um, female.
1: Okay, Okay, Aaron Daniels is listening, okay? He gave you a good recommendation on your uh, LinkedIn page. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, Are there any questions that you you really want to cover today that you think I, I might not be smart enough to come up with?
3: Are you talking to Aaron or me? You
1: don't have to no, I'm talking to you. Aaron's not on the line, as far as I know. No, I wrote Twitter, I wrote down a okay? question,
3: and I really I really want to know this. I really really want to know this. Go now ahead. that I switched to the dark. Go ahead. The dark now that i switch to the dark side okay. of HRTAC.
1: Let, 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 let me do my ad for hire Tool, and we'll come back to your question, okay? <laughs> hey, everybody, hire Tool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L, is a full-service sourcing tool. You tell it what you want, and it writes Boolean strings for you. What's better than that, eh? And it gives you ranked results. Your results come back in a certain order. At the top, you get the best people. Further down the less relevant they are. It tells you who's best for the job, but it also tells you Who's most likely ready to make a move? It also guesses the salary range of these people. And it searches a ton of sites like Facebook, GitHub, and LinkedIn. Here's what Michael Duran said. I was contacted by my sales rep from another sourcing tool today. He offered me a very good deal, but I told him I just bought a full year of Hire tool. And you know what? When I was at Dropbox, I paid for it myself. I didn't even wait for the company. And you know what? I did a great job job there. I highly endorse HireTool, he says. I'm a raving fan. Finally, Dean Decosta, who was just a guest last week, he said HireTool has updated their data-finding algorithms, and it was doing a good job finding the emails before, but it's even better now. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L dot com. Getting in Tran, nice guy, to give you a demo. Robin Milstead! Back to you. <laughs>
3: All right, here's my question, because this has really been rubbing my sticks a lot lately. So I've switched over to the HR tech side, right? Leveraging all of my wonderful background as a recruiter, why do companies, whether they're agency or corporate, have interns or people who are super entry-level taking demos from technology companies? Why why are people doing that? It's because it really rubs me. For all of them, even for requests for information. Why do companies do that?
4: Because they find it alone. What do they, they do? They find what? It alone.
3: So Why would you think a technology... So it could be, for you know, Fortune 1000s. It could be smaller ones. People who who say, hey, I want to do recruiting on Facebook. And so it's... At what level? Know, it could be all levels. What? I mean, obviously, what? you want get signed by the first decision maker. But whoever, anyone who looks at... HR technology to bring what it's an ATS, CRM, whoever's that decision maker. So it could be VP levels that are final decision makers. It could be directors. It just depends on the size of the company. And the reason I I ask this, and let me me say why I'm asking this, is that when I was at PwC working with Martin, we had a whole team. When I was at GE working, we had a whole team that was dedicated to it. And then you've got companies that say – Oh, we're going to send an intern. Why would you have an intern doing something that you know, and I'm not just talking. Not going to plug my company right now, but if you, even if it's an ATS that can specifically change the, your bottom line of your revenue of your hiring metrics, why in the world would you have an entry-level person doing that?
1: Okay, why have you send asked them? junior people out for the demos? Why send junior people out for the demos? That's your question, right?
3: And yes. you didn't mention
1: your company. I didn't I didn't. I thought, you know, I didn't want to embarrass you in case you know you didn't like the way the show me. turned out.
4: Absolutely.
3: Oh. No, oh. hard. Absolutely not. I love Someone work for. A knife out and of her you back. know, no, no no no. I'm I'm not. Listen, I wouldn't work for somewhere I'm embarrassed for. Those days are long gone. That's not what so. I meant. I
1: didn't mean it like that. You might be embarrassed about the show, okay? You might not want to <laughs> oh, no, associate no, no. They're all with. The show. They're tuned in. they're
3: tuned in. They're excited about it. Absolutely okay. not. No, well, no way. You can talk
1: about them, and you can plug it and say, I sell a, a tool for recruiting on Facebook. That's what it's for, yeah. right?
3: That's what okay. it is, yeah. And at the end of the day, that's what we do. You're, and you're saying that these companies, no matter, how, no matter how big
1: they are, they send out inadequate dummies to waste your time on demos. Is that what you're complaining about, yeah?
3: I. Yep, that's it.
0: Isn't okay. it your responsibility to make sure that a person of authority is uh <laughs> reviewing your product. Ooh. ouch
3: good point. Very good point. Sorry. But let me tell you but let me tell you where I run into issues because I honestly, like again, you see I am on the recruiting side. I'm not used to dealing with lower level people. And so it's not to, you know, chew my own horn, but at the end of the day, I'm pretty good at what I do. But if someone calls in for a request for information and it's an intern, I want to talk to them, right, to find out who is the person that is in charge. But so I get to that person in charge. I said, oh, didn't you talk to my intern? That person's dumb. They're, they're dumb. I probably, you know, again <laughs> I can't walk away. But they, I like, saying, it's hard for me to push mean, the
2: product to the someone like that. Easy.
3: So here's, what,
2: here's what's happening. First of all, their budgets aren't that large. Yeah. In comparison to other people in the, in the organization, their HR tech budgets aren't that large. So if they make a decision and it's a big one, it ends up, this is kind of their career. It's sometimes easy to do nothing than it is to make a big decision. Integration of any new tool is the hardest part of any HR system. So it's not tool, it's teaching your people and convincing them to change. So inertia is a fantastic reason to not sit around and listen to something new because they're not used to being sold to. They also tend to be suckers for buying anything that comes along. So they buy on referrals and they buy when they see somebody else has already done it successfully. They're not interested in seeing something new and innovative. Because they're afraid that if yeah, they make Jim, that decision, it hurts Jim, their Jim, career. Hold on, Jim. In- let me
1: interrupt your speech, okay? Why are they sending the junior people? So did you, they, they, they let the junior person uh, make a decision and they blame it on them when it's no good? Is that what's happening? So let's no, wrap this one up. They're
4: just stalling. They're it's just stalling, stalling, and it's it's also oh. two different sales cycles. You, the, the, the they're gathering information. for a, Right.
2: So what
1: are just gathering information. Do you think it's the, for you need to get the it, right it, way? what you need to no, do. what I'm
4: saying. You need to have, Go ahead. I was going
0: to say, here's what you need to do. You need to ask the intern a bunch of high-level questions that he can't answer, so he has to go back up to the manager to get them involved.
4: Yeah, because all the junior person is doing a lot of the time additionally is the senior person doesn't understand all the, all the bells and whistles on the car. The junior person, or even one level higher, they're the ones, if they're the, going to be the end users of it, they're the ones that have to, yeah, this car drives great. You guys should look at it. And now that's part of the, that's one of the sales. And the other one is the executive where you're showing them the bottom line value of it. Call me if you want to talk.
3: So, Jim, was it, was it, it were you the one that says it's easier to go with the status quo than, than the drive change? Did you say that? Yes. Oh,
0: okay. Absolutely. So, that that's, not, not
3: not, bears the question is that our talent acquisition leaders these days, just plugs in a hole to just keep status you know keep status quo versus to truly be drivers of change is that Both. is that who we are is that what we produce now in our industry? yeah yeah it's, it's they just it's not, not you leaders
2: and they're that's the point of the yeah. cutting costs yeah. not innovating
4: yeah and they're and they yeah change is a four letter word okay. it's not a bad thing too okay, not great uh, yeah. Like,
2: yeah i'm yeah, yeah
1: I, I you know what? We're not here to t- teach her how to sell her product. I got a feeling she knows what's up. <laughs> I'm I think the reason <laughs> is Yeah, I think the reason is they just want someone to go and listen to your half-hour spiel that you're going to dump on them and cut it down to 5 minutes. If the CEO goes in himself or herself, you know, they can't say, "Hey, Robin, just Give me five minutes, okay? You won't do that. You say, no, 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 you won't understand. But they'll send some nobody, and he'll listen, has to listen for a half an hour, and then he tells them the essentials. That's my take. Do you ask for current salary? Do you ask a candidate for how much they're earning?
3: So that was a big digression from what we're off what we were doing. So yes, I do do that. Well, even though it's start, illegal wait, we now. That,
1: we beat that one to the ground. We've we did, a but i to to second about point it way to that. Long but,
3: long. I, but I am going <laughs> to, I'll answer your question. And this is actually a big pain point I have. If people aren't asking what their person is currently making, how can you inform your client? And then, then you necessarily are having to go oh. and actually tell them oh. right, exactly what they're making because hey, it's your best interest you to comment. get them more. What? Right? Hello? Someone was talking yeah, while I, I was I, talking. I, I d-
1: yeah, they're always talking. Let me, let talking,
3: me finish you, know? my thought. you just keep talking. Talk all right, let slower. me finish my thought. I I what I'm saying is is that if you aren't asking what someone is currently making, how in the world can you get them most for for what they want? I mean, how in the world can you? Because I I could make seventy thousand a year, yeah, but I really want they can tell you
1: what they want. No, I could be making a hundred thousand exactly. and tell you I want a hundred and fifty, okay? Because I know I'm underpaid, and if I tell you I'm earning a hundred, you'll say, look, a hundred and twenty is going to be a big raise for him. I don't have to give him market rate. That's the whole issue, okay? So yes, you can do it without knowing. I don't I don't see why you have to know, but
3: yeah, I think I think but, you need so to know, would, and I mean, especially on the agency side. I mean, because it's my best interest to get them as most money as possible, because I'm oh. going to get paid more. Yeah. So I'm going to say, uh-huh. okay, and, and this goes back to I think I read on your site, you got, you know, to be successful, you got to lie a little bit. Doesn't mean when well, I'm going to tell them exactly what you're making. I'm just going to make sure we get you to what you need. It just helps. It's like uh-huh. dealing with a lawyer. I'm going to tell you everything, even though I may, you know, change up what I'm doing.
1: Did what? I did I say that you got to lie? You have to lie. To no, I was
3: just saying, Can like I sometimes maybe? you have to.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So you asked the current salary. Okay. Let me see what I else do. I've got I here. I do
3: ask the current salary.
1: Okay. okay. You've never been a tax uh, um, technician or whatever you want to call it. I don't, I don't really understand what kind of person you're working with, but they do something with <laughs> taxes. Okay. So you have, you've never done that job yourself. How well do you have to understand the job? To recruit for it, for you know, that's what I'm wondering. Because you say you actually will try to sell someone on a job, uh, and I'm wondering how much you know in order to actually persuade them to to make these moves laterally. So even I'm probably one
3: of the very I'm probably one of the very few people when it comes to taxes and credits that actually know the code, and the only I know a lot of the code to speak to it. But if you actually had me sit down in front of something and actually file someone's taxes, besides my own. I probably wouldn't be successful, but with that being said, the only reason is because I worked on an exec team of it. But you, I think you have to be technical if you're going to be an expert in your field. I think a lot of people, you know, try to be all things to all people when it's it, it's not going to happen. And I don't know how other people feel about it, but I think you really need to know what your people do. Really, is Maureen
1: here? Well, I don't think Maureen's here today. Cause she she's a generalist, you know, but she does just the sourcing end. But okay, so you don't believe in generalists, right? You you only believe no, in, in niche players. No.
3: No, I don't believe in generalists at all. I think that you can you okay. can source from a general perspective, but I don't think that you can act all the way through the process to close a deal being a generalist. At least not effectively. No. At all. Where's it
1: going to break down exactly? Where's it going to break down exactly?
3: I think it's going to break down from when you're actually advising your client of what the market's really bearing. I mean, if you're a generalist, how can you really speak to what's happening with the people that well, you're presenting and that people, you're playing? You talk
1: to 20 people. But 20 people is not a good people, set. Of
3: no? people. That's not, I mean, no, that's not a good set of people. I mean, how 20 people out at of at all financial accounting, I mean, that's nothing. That's that's maybe half of an apartment. I mean, that's that's, that's not a good relative number at all. And I don't know how other people feel, but this is, this is not, that's absolutely not. And if you're a generalist, I don't think you're as effective as you could be as a specialist.
1: Okay, I'm gonna do another. Ad. Don't you get that okay. animal? Hey, don't you get, get that? I mean, yeah, I guess you get it, but no one here ever likes to tell a detailed story. Okay, that uh, you know, I said, <laughs> look, you're you're doing you're doing X Y Z at this company. You're gonna do uh, Z Y X or A B C, and and that's really here's why that's better for you. Okay, and and this is what you can expect as your next step. Just like the you were animal the numbers, a, people don't have
3: specific
0: specific stories of that is because that's just kind of the day to day work that we do man it's 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 hard.
1: yeah it should it's be what at we top do the time top of your mind.
0: Dude.
1: it should be at the <laughs> top of your mind you should be able to give a clear How example How about you give us just an example like, then
0: you give us one
1: I, I can't Ooh. do that I, I can't exactly do do things
3: but you expect you expect your guests to. Yeah oh. Really,
1: especially when they say. Well, uh, when they let me say give you an their, example, their
3: animal. Let me give an example. Let me give you an example, okay? As part of recruiting and what I do at, at hired studio, I'm also responsible of a division for mergers and acquisitions, where CPA firms specifically in this space are trying to buy and sell each other, right? Just trying to buy gobble up everyone. Yeah. So I have to be yeah, a specialist. Give me an example. Is that I'm working with a company? I can say their name out in California called KBKG. And they're actively, public knowledge, looking to buy up everyone and their mom that is specifically under 100 employees in the tax credit and incentives world. So for me to be an advisor to them, I'm not going to use your words that aren't banned on here, but to be an advisor to them, I have to know specifically what credits are baking the most revenue, what's happening in what they call the WACSA credit, workforce optimization tax credit versus the R&D tax credit. How are those different by state? which CPA firms are expanding that group versus which ones are are going in acquisition versus organic model. So I have to be able to be that niche on a business level, which then make me that much more powerful from a people perspective because CPA firms and professional service firms are driven by their people. If you're dealing with oil and gas companies, I think you can be maybe a little more generous, but you're dealing specifically in the space of tax credits and incentives and dealing with professional services with companies that are just starting in the market to ones that are as large as PWC, you have to know the tax credits, you have to know what's happening with each space, and you have to know what all the players are doing. And it gets very incestuous, so you have to know it. And that's the power behind being a specialist over a generalist. And that's why I charge people $500 to talk to them.
1: Okay. Thank you. The other day... Yeah, well, it was a little different than when I it was, a, and I can tell you why it was different, but let me do this, Ad. I got to get paid. Okay. The other day on my <laughs> Facebook group, a, a guy named, <laughs> a guy named Steven Schwartz said, PC Recruiter, PC Recruiter offers great support and features that help me make placements. Placements, placements. That's the important word here. Okay. It's totally worth the cost. I get a lot of value from it. And here's Nick Mazur, who might even be listening to this show uh, a few hours from now while he's taking his run, and he loves to hear his name mentioned, and I'm happy to mention it. He says, we use PC Recruiter, and I love it. I have demoed a ton of systems, and they have the most robust features. And that's one of my favorite words, robust. It's got sort of a sexual innuendo, okay? And finally, here's someone else. I'm a solo recruiter, and I use PC Recruiter, and I'm pleased, even though I probably don't use all the functions. So, go out and check out pcrecruiter.net. And if you go on YouTube and look at Two Minute Tuesday, you can see exactly how it works in short videos. Okay? pcrecruiter.net. Thank you. Okay, we, you know, we're running out of time. We got 10 minutes. Uh, should I just press on? How do you turn off the losers? If you've got somebody. You know, this is, I sort of was talking about this last week. When you recruit somebody, you're kind of their ally. You're coming across as their friend. You think they're good. But, in fact, you're recruiting their competition as well. Right, Robin? Yes. Yeah. With me? Okay. I'm so with you. Then, okay, thank you. And So then, you know, if you, you submit three candidates, only one gets a job. What do you say to the people who didn't get it and wanted it?
3: Well, if you're on the agency side, you should have them at multiple co- companies. But I'll tell you the ones that I don't like are the ones that try to friend you on every single different social media that are out there. They want your, you know, all your home numbers and if they don't get the job, they blow you up till the end of the end of the world and, you know, to the point that you feel like you did something wrong when you're really just doing your job. That's when they get blocked. But, you know, hopefully you're not representing weirdos like that. But I've had it happen multiple times.
1: Well, what really, you mean people say bad things about you on social media because they didn't get the job? No, 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 you no. no, no. Is that what you're no, saying?
3: No, 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 no. What I'm saying is that if they didn't get the job, and I'm like, okay, well, you've already been presented at XYZ Company. We're still waiting on those. We're going to continue going. And then if they still don't get those jobs, and I'm interviewing, coaching them, okay, what what happened? They just are terrible at interviews. We try to work that way. We're still, you know, only going as much as we can down a certain road. You know, eventually, I'm going to kindly say, you know what, I, mean, I may not be the right fit for you. It's, you know, it's not me. It's you. It's not you. It's me. Right? And then they start trying to connect to be like this huge friend of mine on all these social medias. And they try to hit on you. And then you're like, hey, I was just representing you, recruiting. I was, you know, I'm not trying to go on a date with you. You know, they start being acting, having these weird behaviors, and now you're seeing why they didn't get the job. It ends up being deeper than that.
1: Okay, let's say it's someone who's normal. Okay, first of all, though, (laughs) I read about you online. Your husband asked you on a date when he was your waiter at a restaurant. Okay, so I mean, (laughs) you married the guy. Okay, you married the guy. (laughs) He was the owner. He was the owner the owner. Well, you didn't say that. Yeah, once that, I found I'm that gonna, out,
3: it made wedding. it okay. It made yeah, it made it okay after he was the after I found out he was the owner.
1: Okay, I wouldn't well, I mean, a waiter. No? Okay. No. Okay. Well, but anyway, well, like so let's say, you know, we're not you know, we're not but talking about guys who are coming on to you. Just somebody who goes up <laughs> for a job, really wanted it doesn't get it. What do you say to this, man or woman?
3: You know, animal, I'm really sorry you didn't have, you know, you didn't get the job. Let's let's break it down. I'm going to spend an hour with you. We're going to look at the, how you interviewed, the feedback from our hiring manager, what your feedback was. I'm going to put my kid gloves on. I'm going to make you feel warm and fuzzy because when you don't get jobs, it can hurt. You know, it hurts your ego. And you will invest
1: an hour in a it. losing candidate. You will you invest an a losing hour in
3: someone else. Because someone's trash is someone else's treasure, so it's not going to work I for in the I beginning. do find it interesting. You, you,
0: you, you've adopted and embraced this word as losing, loser candidate, <laughs> loser candidate. I don't understand that, man. So they go from somebody you think is fully qualified for a job that you're representing. You're putting your name on them to a l- loser, yeah. man. How, how do you? What do you want me to? How call do you make a living out here? Me?
1: What do, yeah, I, 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 what do you want? I I'm
0: just saying it's a mindset. It's a mindset. You know, dude. I, you know there, uh, it would, it would take hours. It would take hours to unscrew <laughs> that. I don't have that kind of time.
3: But I just And why uh, lose her? Why not something else? I, yeah, yeah, I mean it's just What? Gosh.
1: Come up, come up with something. Second place. I'm waiting. <laughs>
3: Which is the first loser? <laughs> God.
1: and I no, I, I, I,
0: I just find myself wondering, how do you do this for a living? Or, okay. or <laughs> yeah, for, okay. furthermore, do you do this for a living? I mean, that's the real question.
1: <laughs> well, I just had, you know what? I just had this experience. In, in, uh, I, I wrote them long emails explaining. Mm, you know, I'm behind the old email that.
0: That Maureen's proud of it. I
1: invited. I said. I, I <laughs> said. They, they sent me emails. So I was waiting, and they were starting to send me emails. What's happening, right? And I was waiting to see exactly what would happen. But the thing is, um, you know, I tell you the truth. I, I thought these candidates were rejected for a, a bad reason. The company only wanted to pay a certain amount of money. I recruited people who were. Uh, I thought that would be a step up for them, or maybe it would be a lateral move, and which would yeah. force the company to pay just a little more. It, it seems that they wanted somebody even more senior. And it just didn't seem like that would be reasonable to me. And I had to tell the candidates. Uh, there was a, a okay. disconnect. It didn't make me but, look very good, okay?
0: So the candidates weren't, but quote, that's what I did. losers. They weren't losers, were they? <laughs> I mean, the re- just fun see, word. The, the, okay? the words, Jerry, the words that we use word. mean things, animal. How we think you know, about okay. this. With language, in our mind, yeah. means something. Yeah. Sorry, Doesn't sorry to get too heavy with you. I mean, I know that might be a little over your head, but
1: uh. yeah, I guess when I went to work in the first time in an agency, they called people losers, and I didn't like it either. But then it got to be like, <laughs> and you've <ironic>. perpetuated <laughs> it forever.
0: And I think we
2: we've, <laughs> yeah. we've made some
0: progress today, yeah. haven't we?
2: We let the word, we
0: let the word recruitment take over the country.
1: But let's mm-hmm. get rid of the no, word loser.
0: Okay, yes, it, it has. has.
1: You, you, I don't like you the came word back staffing. From vacation. Yeah, okay. Do you challenge candidates yeah. who <laughs> want too much money? Robin? Robin?
3: Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. I'll tell them that they're. Pre- I won't even present them if, they're out of, if they're, their minds are way out of the ballpark. I just won't even go there. But will you, you won't say? work with them.
1: What do you say? You, you
3: I had a candidate recently. No? Yeah, no, I had yeah? a candidate recently that that uh that wanted to you know go for a job they're making forty five thousand. that's for a sales role they wanted to say oh i want a base of eighty nine thousand. and i said well tell me why why should i sell them on that what what why and they can't give me a good reason then i and i said and they, which they didn't i said okay well then you know what until you can sell me on on why you should get that what makes me think that you're going to sell yourself in front of them if i can't sell you on that, so you know, it just you know, sometimes there's disconnects. That I and then you, I think that until you 100 percent believe in that candidate, you don't you don't present them at all, uh-huh. especially but, with a you're, so. you're
1: quite lighthearted about it. You're quite comfortable saying, "Hey, you're not worth that much money. You're you're inflating yeah. your value. You don't mind telling them. You just tell them straight. Hey, no, no I okay.
3: No, absolutely not. I think okay. that a lot of times we get stuck as recruiters because we're too nice. Uh.
1: Uh-huh. You know, you don't, you don't seem like yep. a. a cult- Guilty. You don't seem like a. <laughs> yeah. You don't. You don't. You don't seem like a, a culture fit. Uh, culture fit aficionado. Is this culture thing really <laughs> important to you? Matching cultures uh, and stuff like
3: that. Let's put it this way: there's a reason that I work at a startup that lets me, quote unquote, same like Facebook. They let me break things and move fast because I'm not a really good long-term culture fit for a PwC. I mean, it's getting great on my resume, but. You know, I don't. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that just thing that you were talking about. I think that you should. It should be about transparency, and you know, learn from that. I guess I'm a little, you know, old school in that regard. But I don't believe that. You know, you need to coddle people. I think it's just another form of manipulation. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Okay. Uh huh. Okay, that wasn't. That was interesting, but it wasn't the question I asked you when you're recruiting you somebody you to a company. <laughs> Can I no, say goodbye to everybody?
0: Uh, Robin This is Jerry Albright By the way uh, Great show One of the best guests That's been on In quite a while Animal You're slipping I think I helped you A little bit Towards the end here But I gotta go It's 1257
1: I've got a okay, one o'clock. Yep. Love Morgan, y'all You were on the last, well, last question mm, Bye bye okay, bye chair Bye bye We're just on the last question Let's see if I can get it clear Before we all leave Okay I just wanted to know If you try to match Your candidates with the culture of the company. It seemed to me you're way more focused on can they do the job, not do they fit in. But now you're telling me something else maybe.
3: I was referencing what you said at the very beginning about the Jeff culture and, and those two. that's yeah, what I thought you were I'm asking not talking me about. So, no. So I understand. When it comes to professional services and mineage, a lot of the cultures are the same, so I don't have to focus on that piece. But I try to fit people to a culture I know would be best, if I can, but most of the time in, in the area I focus on, it's not really important So a, as much because they're doing the same thing, they all have the same cultures. Um, okay, and I know we're wrapping up, so I'm going to put. When you're
1: talking, you just mean, what do you mean by that? How things work? I mean, no. Culture would really be.
3: So I'm looking what, what, at the hiring manager and of? their background and their personality. And people like to hire people and work with people like themselves, so that's who I look at. Uh-huh. And then we go from there. I don't, so I don't look an at, you know, what's on their. An okay, so I'll give you an example. Give so an working example. with a client right now in North Carolina, confidential. I can't tell them who they are, but they are a mid mid-sized CPA firm. Okay, and they have a culture that's, um, I would define from an outside person looking in as soft, uh, but the partner is. You know, he's in his 50s. He came from KPMG. He is very much about you've got to earn your stripes till you get to the top. It's almost militaristic. So the type of person I'm going to match there, and the people that it, that we've presented in in his regard, have been people that share that same mindset of, you know, how, you've how got you to put to your time out
1: that in. They have that mindset? I'm going to ask them.
3: Yeah, like what? So yeah, what will you say? Question.
1: What will you say? So,
3: how how do you think that you should be promoted, on just on just your straight merit, or do you feel like you need to put your time in? They're saying, oh, I want to be you know promoted because I'm a special snowflake. Well, that's not going to fit that culture. They're going to be unhappy. They're not going to get it promoted as fast. It's going to it's not going to it's not going to fit. So we've got to ask the questions that we know are going to align with the client. So
1: that's one question. Do you have one more before we go?
3: Yes. The other question that I ask is how fast do you want to get paid? So if they're not paying out bonuses right away, they feel like it has to be at the end of the year. They can wait on money. That means they can wait on promotion. They can wait on growth.
1: Okay. That's a cultural thing, eh?
3: Okay. It is. Somebody's money having goes a to nice drink
1: there. Yeah, somebody's having a nice <laughs> drink there. Anyway, we're out of time. I, I had a good time with you. Thanks I for didn't having know me. What to I, I had a good time with you. Well, I just want to thank everybody. You don't have to hang up yet, but you can. You can go Jerry's way. There's Jim Durbin with uh, what's SourcingWorkLab.com. Alan Floor. Everybody's gone, actually, now, almost except you and me. Alan Floor, Graham Caulfield, uh, Rich Rosen was here. I don't know who else. And my guest, Robin <laughs> <Milfied>. <laughs> oh! yeah.
0: familiar with the after show and its format and the goal of said show, Cliff? No. What we do is, uh, on, on a scale of 1 to 10, you need to rate the guest and then the host. Oh, okay. And and you can, you can pick a score for any reason you want. Some people might disagree with you, uh, challenge your score, but in general, uh, whatever you want to score. Whole numbers only, please. Okay. I disagree with that. Really I, is that, I disagree with that. Okay. Good for you. That's unacceptable. That's unacceptable.
1: Now look at this, everyone. At parties, I'm going to teach you something. You meet four kinds of people. First you have the Wait a no minute, where? at a party. If you're at a party, Jerry, you meet four different kinds of people. First you uh, sure do. I'm one have, of them. No, I'm yeah, one of the people you the meet at a party. One You're one of them. But let's pick out which which kind of person Jerry is. After okay. I tell you, just let me tell you the four kinds, okay? First, you got the know-nothings. They have nothing to say, and they know it, so they're willing to listen. That's not so bad. Then you have the chatterbox. that's chatter not me. Box. That's not you. I know it. Then you got the chatterboxes. They don't know much about anything either, but they like <laughs> to talk anyway, right? That's, that's they, not me. Number three, you've got the one-dimensional talker. He knows a lot about one thing, and he can talk your ear off about it, and it can be lots of fun. If you're also interested in cars or flowers, or you want to hear about church records in Ireland in the 16th century, okay? But finally, finally you've got the mixer. The mixer. This is the well-rounded person who can listen when appropriate, but can also talk about a lot of things because he knows something about everything. That's the kind of person you want to invite to a dinner party. I like that guy. Yeah, and in the world of recruiting software, that guy is PC Recruiter. Yeah, there's Lovely. all kinds. There's all kinds of recruiting software out there, but some are geared to executive search, and some are geared to direct hire, and some are geared to staffing. But PC Recruiter is well-rounded. It's geared to everything, every kind of recruiting. And if you want to check it out, go to pcrecruiter.com. pc